0: This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane.
1: I I am your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr. Welcome to Victory Lane. Come with us now as we travel down the highway of life serving God and building up the kingdom of God by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world. Let's uh, go to our study today. We're looking at Acts, the 18th chapter. Paul Paul has left those at Athens, Greece, waiting on Timothy and Silas to come to him. So now, after he'd done these things, after he preached the word of God, he's moving on. Okay? He's moving on. He's going to Corinth. Let's go to Acts 18, chapter verse verse 1. After these things, Paul departed from Athens and went to Corinth. That's 65 miles away from Athens. And when he found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, who had recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to depart from Rome. Claudius was the Roman, uh, 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 the Roman commander at that time. And he told all the Jews to depart from Rome. And he came to them. He came to Aquila and Priscilla. Now, verse 3. So because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them and worked for by the occupation they were tent makers. See, Paul was a worker. He was a worker. He was a tent maker. God uses people that want to work in his kingdom. You can't be lazy sitting down on God's program. I'm talking to the Christian who's sitting at home. You know you should be in church. You know you should be doing some work in the church. You was there already, you done slipped out. Now you ain't doing nothing. God's not pleased with that. You know where you're supposed to be. You're a worker. You go to work, don't you? To make it to, to make your money. Work for God. Paul did his job. He was a tin maker. He had to make money. But he worked for God. You too, who hear my voice, been slacking been uh, 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 backsliding, been been, been been not doing your duty. Go back to church. The doors are open waiting for you. Don't feel guilty, that's a trick of the devil. I remember I was uh, out of church for so long, I was strung out. Let me show you that. I was, I was strung out on that there. I was strung out on crack cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 free twenty years now, but I was strung out, right? And I wanted to go back to church and I and I uh 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 I went to the church and and, and I was so afraid to go to church because I felt so guilty. I felt so mopped, I felt so bad, I felt so overwhelmed in my sin and my addiction that I didn't want to go through the door. That was a trick of the devil. To make you feel bad, to make you feel guilty, to make you feel useless, to make you feel that you're unworthy. You're worthy. God loves you. He's waiting on you to come back. And I walked in the church house and guess what? They showed me nothing but love. The Christian's going to show you love. They waiting on you to come back home. Come on now. Aren't you tired? That's what happened to me. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired of living the life that you're living? I'm talking to somebody out there. Aren't you tired of drug addiction? Aren't you tired of alcoholism? Aren't you tired of living in a world of sin? Aren't you tired? I used to say that I'm about tired. No, aren't you tired? Yeah, I'm tired. Do something about it. Keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. That's. Insane. God is waiting on you. Go back home. Runaway child, running wild, you better go back home where you belong. That was a song by The temptation. Some of us are running from God. You can't run from God. He sees the good and the evil. You can't hide from God. I don't care how thick your wall you do. I don't care what cloak of darkness you use. You cannot hide from God. He sees and knows everything. He is God. Let's go. So, because he was of the same trade he stayed with, verse 4, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded both Jews and Greeks. He's preaching in the synagogues every Sunday about Jesus Christ, how he rose from the dead, that he's the Savior of the world, that he died on the Calvary's cross. Shed his precious blood, laid in a borrowed tomb, stayed there three days and rose from the grave. He's teaching a new thing that has never been taught before. And he's matching it with the Old Testament prophecies of Scripture so that they can be convinced that Jesus is and was the Christ. So he reasoned with them every Sabbath. Now, verse 5. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, remember Paul sent for them while he was while he was in uh, 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 Greece. He want them to come to him, right? Because they stayed in Berea, Berea when the when the uh, Thessalonian Jews came over there to stir up stuff. When Silas and Timothy had come from Macedonia, Paul was compelled by the Spirit and testified to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ. I'm compelled to tell the world about Jesus. I'm compelled to tell him that he died for our sins. Every Christian should be compelled, have a burning desire to share the good news. I'm compelled. It's my duty, it's your duty. Don't you want your family saved? You just can't get saved by yourself just because you get saved and it's done? No, then the work happens. Then the work starts. huh? Telling somebody about Jesus. I'm compelled by the Spirit to testify to the Jews that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He is the anointed one, the chosen one. They had all kinds of names in the Bible. Look it up on Wikipedia. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your, upon your own heads. I am clean. So, they blasphemed. And Paul said, Your blood be upon you. Let me read this to you. I love, I love. Let me tell you something. I love King James Version. It's so profound. So, this is what happened. He shook his garments off them of in verse 6, chapter 18. But when they opposed him and blasphemed, talking about the Holy Ghost, he shook his garments and said to them, Your blood be upon your own hands. I am clean. From now on, I will go to the Gentiles. Here's what happens when you testify and tell somebody about Jesus and they don't want to hear it. Here's what you do. The Bible has instructed you how to do it. Matthew 10, 14 through 15. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear you, your words, when ye depart out of that house or that city, shake off the dust of your feet. Shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving. Barely I say unto you, it is more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. In other words, it... it it is, it's Solomon and Gamora ain't got nothing on the judgment of what Christ is going to do when he comes back. It's better that you were over there than to be caught up in the judgment and not knowing Christ. But here's what you do, Christian, when they don't want to hear it, your family and stuff, shake the dust off your feet and keep on moving and tell somebody else. Now, let's go to verse 7. And he departed from there and entered into a house of a certain man named Justice, one who worshiped God, whose house was next door to the synagogue. This is a good man. Then Crispus, the ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his household. And many of the Corinthians hear him believe and were baptized. So they went to Justice's house, which was next door to the church. Then the priest of the church heard the word of God. He believed. Him and his household, they got saved and were baptized. Okay? Now, verse 9. Now, the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid, but speak and do not be silent. For I am with you and no one will attack you to hurt you. For I have many people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. So God told Paul, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to teach. Don't be afraid to preach the word of God. I am with you. Remember, God did not give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Huh? He said, but he said, I have many people in that city and no one will hurt you. But what I want you to know is this. There's going to be some trials. There's going to be some tribulation. There's going to be some heartaches. There's going to be some pain. There's going to be some stuff that you go through. But Jesus said, just what Jesus said, you shall have tribulations in the world, but I have overcome them all. In other words, by my blood, sacrifice on the cross of Calvary and dying for your sins, I overcome all that stuff. You just keep walking in me. Well, I'm still going through it. Yeah, guess what? Yeah, and you will. But I've overcome it. Just keep your faith in me. Keep your hand in my hand. I said I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Okay? So Paul stayed there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. He's at Corinth for a year and six months preaching and teaching. Verse 12. When Galeo was proconsul of uh, Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him to the judgment seat, saying, This fellow persuade men to worship God contrary to the law. This fellow's talking a whole lot of stuff that we don't like about. And take him to the to, 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 to the proconsul. Huh? And said, Proconsul's governor, Galileo said, Paul's out of line. 14. And when Paul was about to open his mouth, Galel said to the Jews, Paul's about to speak, but this is what Galel said. Hey, check this out. If it were a matter of wrongdoing or wicked crimes, oh Jews, there would be reason why I should bear with you. But guess what? If the man really done something wrong, I would listen to you. That's what he's saying. But if it is a question of words and names and your own law, look to it yourselves, for I do not want to be a judge of such matters. He said, Man, Y'all handle your own business. If you ain't broke, no crimes, did nothing wrong. Y'all handle it. Don't bring this stuff to me. Verse sixteen. And he drove them from the judgment seat. Now y'all get out of here. Verse seventeen. Then all the Greeks took Sophanes, the ruler of the synagogue, and beat him before the judgment seat. But Galileo took no notice of these things. So what they did is they took the priests out of the out of the church and beat them up before Galileo the proconsul, the governor, thinking something might happen. But he said, y'all want to be the one? That's our problem. He took no notice of it. So Paul goes back to Antioch. See? He's teaching. He's teaching some new things. Now, so Paul still remained a good while. Then he took leave of the brethren and, and, and sailed to Syria. Okay? He sailed to Syria. Syria from Corinth it's seven hundred and thirty miles. Okay. Now, and Priscilla and Aquila were with him. He had his hair cut off at Centuria, for he had taken a vow. He he had his hair cut to, to 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 mix with the Jews. Let them know everything's all good. And Paul says in one scripture, "I become all things to all men to win to Christ." In other words, I will I will I I, I become homeless. I I hang out with you. Uh, i walk the streets to, to, to win you to Christ. i go down to the supermarket to win you to Christ. I'll go to the game to win you to Christ. i become all things to all men. Okay? And from Centuria, Centuria to Corinth is 50 miles. From Centuria to Ephesus is 65 miles. All this is in a boat, in boats, Okay? And he came to Ephesus and left them there. But he himself, he left Aquila and Priscilla there. But he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. He keep going back to church, preaching the gospel. That Jesus Christ is Lord. When they asked him to stay longer with them, he did not consent. I got work to do. I got to go. Okay? They asked him to stay, but, but he took leave, saying to them, I must by all means keep this coming feast in Jerusalem. I got to go to the peace that's in Jerusalem. What feast is that? Probably the Passover. But I, will, I, but I will return again to you, God willing, and he sailed to Ephesus. Got to go. Got to go. Spread the word. Keep it going. 22. And when he had landed at Caesarea and gone up and greeted the church, he went down to Antioch. Okay? From Ephesus to Centuria, about 900 miles. In the boat, from Ephesus to Jerusalem, another 1,000 miles. He's on a mission. And he spent some time there. He departed and went over to the region of Galatia and Phrygia, Phrygia in order, strengthening all the disciples. He went to another place, Antioch and Galatia, about 2,000 miles away from each other. But he's strengthening the disciples because he made disciples over there in Galatia, and he had to go back to make sure everybody was on track, everybody teaching the right thing, everybody learning the right thing that Jesus Christ is Lord. We don't want to. We don't want. We, we don't want to talk. Uh, uh, get somebody confused and say no. He he didn't really. He didn't really uh, uh, rise up from the dead. No, he didn't really do this. No, no, no. We're going to keep the story straight, and this is it. And I got to go back. That's what he's doing to make sure everybody is teaching the same thing. Now, now a certain Jew named Apollos, Apollos, born at Alexandria, an eloquent man, and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. It might be in the scriptures. In other words, he knows the law and the prophecies. But the Bible says, in, in Romans eight two through four, what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh. See, the law couldn't do it. The law wasn't good enough. We couldn't uphold, uphold the standards of the law. Right? We couldn't. There's no way. We tried, but we couldn't because what? In me dwelling no good thing, My flesh, the, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the Bible says in Romans 8, 2-4, 8, What the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. That's what he did. For sin, condemned sin in the flesh. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. Okay, so that the righteousness of God can be fulfilled in us who, will, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We're walking in the spirit. I'm trying to walk in the spirit. I wrestle with the spirit. We wrestle with the spirit in the flesh every day. But if you walk in the spirit, the Bible says, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Let me say that again. If you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. In other words, you've got to thank God. You got to think God, eat God, drink God. You got, you got, you got to be God Himself, walking in the Spirit, and you and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, because the Spirit wars against the flesh, and the two are contrary to the other, and you cannot what, do what you desire in in, in, in in the Spirit of God, if you're walking in the flesh. Let me continue. I'm in Acts. Where we at? Where we at? Somebody tell me where we at. Where we left on. Somebody got their Bible open? I hope you got your Bible open. Anybody got their Bible open besides me? <laughs> I hope so. So, Apollos was instructed in the word of God very well. So, this man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord, though he knew only the baptism of John. He knew all the things in the law, And he only knew the baptism of John. He didn't know the baptism of Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, okay? So, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. And Aquila and Priscilla heard him. They took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. They took him aside and said, Check this out. Apollos, you're doing a good job. But check this out. There's more to it than that. There's more to it than that. See, John only, only, only preached up to the baptism of repentance. Jesus came and preached with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let us tell you about it. And he died on the cross, rose from the grid, shed his precious blood for the sins of the world. That's what, that's what Aquila and Priscilla is telling Apollos, okay? They took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. Now, 27, and when he desired to cross to Achaia, the brethren wrote, meaning Apollos, exhorting the disciples to receive him. The brethren wrote, Apollos is coming, receive him. He's a good dude. And when he arrived, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace. And when he got there, he started preaching Jesus Christ. For he vigorously refuted the Jews publicly, showing from the scriptures that Jesus is the Christ. He refuted the Jews who do not want it to believe, showing openly, how he showed it through the scriptures, through the prophecies of the Old Testament, that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And through the writings thus far that they had composed of, they were composing the writings of Jesus. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. But he was, he was, he was he was uh, uh, verifying it. Validating it through the Old Testament with the prophecies and the prophets about Jesus Christ. So, we have completed chapter 18. We will begin again uh, with chapter 19 next week. I want you to tell your friends and your family to come on down and...
0: Join us next week as Reverend Gray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teaching on the book of Acts at gospelofthe90.com.